Accessing node A two E E E three four Q. Connected. Downloading. Transfer complete. Welcome back to the Dead Drop, your secure transfer of video game and developer news. I'm Matthew Bliss, your interpreter of the games industry, your prophet of playable material, your professor of time preservation. Seems like every other episode we're talking about acquisitions, new game announcements, Xbox versus PlayStation, but all that contributes to the big, massive canvas of game design, game development, game play, reviews, it's all a cycle to which all of these stories contribute. And I'm glad to be able to do it with you twice a week. And today we're going to be talking about some AAA publishers, developers, and a couple of niche stories and a little win right at the end. Just a quick reminder before we get into it, the Dead Drop podcast survey is still active. There is still a chance for you to submit your thoughts on how the podcast is going and where you think it should head. If you'd like to fill in those details for me, head to tinyurl.com forward slash deaddrop1. That's D-E-A-D-D-R-O-P and the number one. This is your transfer from the 8th of September, 2022, and these are the news stories that you need to know. After unofficial reports and rumours for a long time, it appears that Tencent is acquiring a stake in Ubisoft's family holding and in the company itself. The Chinese gaming giant is set to acquire 49.9% of Ubisoft with a 5% voting right in the Guillermo Brothers Limited holding company of the Ubisoft founders. Tencent's $297 million investment in the Brothers Limited also authorizes Ubisoft as a partnership to cover the development of mobile titles from several of Ubisoft's major franchises and the launch of several of Ubisoft's PC titles in China. While it was reported previously that Ubisoft has been entertaining buyout claims, potentially from private equity firms, it does seem like this is a very strategic move on their part to not only tap the Chinese market and get stuck into mobile gaming, seems to be a priority for a number of AAAs these days, but it also gives them a bit more capital funding to spend on the development of more titles and games. We still have Ubisoft Forward coming on September 10 to tell us more of the upcoming Assassin's Creed titles, but maybe they'll have something extra to tell us about. It seems that Twitch has now changed its policies about partnered creators, where previously they would only be able to stream on Twitch. Now they are allowed to stream on other platforms, including YouTube, Understanding, of course, that players engage with streams and streamers in a bunch of different ways, including YouTube, but also TikTok, Instagram, and even chatting on Discord. In my opinion, it's a really great move. I had no idea that Twitch partners were only restricted to streaming on Twitch alone. It's a really interesting choice and hopefully opens up the market for more creating opportunities, as well as more people to engage in creators content. For more discussion on this decision, you can see Jill Hirsch's opinion piece on GameIndustry.biz linked in the show notes. As the Activision Blizzard acquisition continues in discussion and public arenas, Xbox has made it clear publicly that PlayStation will have a contract to release and get copies of Call of Duty for the platform for at least three years and potentially beyond the current deal. A lot of this public discourse and back and forth from Xbox and PlayStation has come out as part of Brazil's commercial regulator asking questions about the merger and the acquisition. While Xbox is purporting to be incredibly generous 
with offering three years upfront without any negotiation to allow Call of Duty on PlayStation for longer, it seems that Jim Ryan of PlayStation feels like the offer is entirely inadequate. Now, this could be the pot calling the kettle black, as PlayStation has had console exclusives and it's even been released that there have been deals and contracts where PlayStation has wanted to keep games on their platform for a greater sum. But Call of Duty is one of those games that is not a gamer's game. It attracts casual players and yearly renewals every time there's a title released. There's a lot of money on the table here and PlayStation wants to make sure that they can get their big chunk of it. Discussions will continue, of course, and we'll keep you updated on the podcast. G Fuel, popular gamer energy drink brand, has fired five of its talent managers in a single day after complaining to HR about the CEO and company founder Cliff Morgan using offensive language in a meeting. In that particular meeting and the language used was derisive against talent managers, either previously working for the company and the current ones. Of course, they came out and said that the language was not specific to them, but more a general sentiment. At the end of that meeting, they said that they would not be fired, and yet a day later, those five talent managers have since been let go. I'm sure this is only one side of the story, but am I surprised that something like this happens in a company like G Fuel, which is all about brand management and sponsorship deals? No, no, I'm not. And I'll never support these misogynistic and discriminatory behaviors and language in the workplace. CD Projekt has had its half year earnings call on Wednesday, and it's talked about a number of things to do with their projects. The first being the cyberpunk expansion, Phantom Liberty, will be coming out shortly. It will be the only expansion in the game, but they have fully committed to supporting cyberpunk into the rest of its development. It's also been noted that this expansion will only be available on Stadia, Xbox Series X and S, PC and PS5, so no previous gen consoles for this one. They've also mentioned about the new Witcher game, that as a saga, it will include more than one game. This is exciting for fans of The Witcher 3, and on that note as well, the new gen versions of those games are soon to be released. They say they are on track for development and should be coming out on new gen consoles and PC later this year. Long-term PlayStation fans will know that Masayasu Ito, as a hardware architect for Sony Interactive Entertainment, has been working on consoles such as the PS4 and Pro model as well as the PS5, he has announced his retirement. He'll be retiring at the end of September, which was confirmed via Bloomberg and a short announcement on the corporate site. At 60 years old, he's been a director and an executive vice president that joined in 86 and then joined PlayStation specifically in 2000. And it is planned that he'll be succeeded by Lin Tao, who currently works as a director for Sony Interactive Entertainment. Nintendo has made headlines again with their mobile game Mario Kart Tour removing the loot boxes in the game in October. For players spending the virtual currency, these loot boxes offered additional characters and carts. And while the percentage odds of the availability of items is visible to players looking to investigate, it's going to be removed as it was announced as well with Blizzard removing the monetization mechanic from Overwatch. Loot boxes as a mechanic have been under fire for a very long time. There have been a number of studies coming out from other countries and the EU that represent the exploitative function, none more so than Diablo Immortal, which also came out for mobile and that we reported on on Monday. Since Nintendo released the loot boxes in early 2019 and has since that time generated an estimated $293 million of revenue, 
switching those loot boxes to a generic shop, I don't think will hit their hip pocket too badly. And lastly, a game that's near and dear to my heart since it was in early access, Power Wash Simulator is now reported to have over 3 million people that have played it. This is more than likely because when it went 1.0, it became available on Xbox Game Pass. But since that time that so many players have picked it up through Game Pass, the positive reports have been flowing out of every which direction that you can imagine. I love Power Wash Simulator. It's a great Zen game that really relaxes you, gives you something meditative to do when you wanna just empty your brain a little bit. So I'd urge you to, if you haven't already, give the game a go, jump over to Game Pass and give it a try or you can purchase the game on Steam and Xbox. And that was the gaming industry news that you need to know. If this is your first episode, welcome to the Dead Drop Network. Head to deaddroppod.com to check out the sources of the stories and more. Follow the Instagram or follow me on Twitter at MattBlissPod and get in touch with me if you enjoy the show. I also need to announce we're on TikTok. I'm now releasing the stories periodically over the days after I release an episode. So if you want to get your little bits of stories from the episodes of the week, subscribe to the TikTok at Dead Drop Podcast, and there's going to be a whole lot more for you there as well. Join me every Monday and Thursday for the latest game news, and make sure to tell your friends about the Dead Drop. Stay safe, stay well, and I'll see you here in a couple of days.